Finding this podcast magical? Why not toss a coin to your Witches and a Druid podcast through the Acast supporter feature? It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to show your support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to Three Witches and a Druid Podcast. Canadian podcast about paganism in today's modern society. And now, Three Witches and a Druid Podcast presents The Bard Dove. Now that Samhain is over, and the she have returned to their homes, and the dead have followed the raven song, no longer among us they roam. The wisdom of our ancient past shows us how to ride the storm. For the tombs they swallowed the rising sun The Mavern is always reborn Reborn, oh So come all you people, come and sing with me Join our voices and sing the long nights away All over the land a chorus of voices will sing For the rising sun on midwinter's day So 
day Some say he is the Mabon Some say he is the Son of God While others the Son of the Sun Some may listen in woodland For the call of her While others they hear the clash of swords For the old king will return Return home So come all you people, come and sing with me Join our voices and sing the long nights away All over the land a chorus of voices will sing For the rising sun on midwinter's day On midwinter's day into your life over these next few darker months. Drinking. <laughs> there it is again. I'm Margo. And I'm Maeve. Gwen. And I'm Brian. We're not sponsored, but we are drinking New Scotland Brewing Co. Small batch series, Rose Hips Don't Lie, Sparkling Mead. And what we hope is that they'll maybe hear this and send us more. <laughs> well, I'm not a mead person. I don't like mead, and this isn't too bad. That is perfectly okay. We will that drink is, your share. That's that right. Is not not too bad. Like it is truly rose flavored for those out there who like rose flavored Well, it was things. out a couple of summers ago, and it kept me going. And then when I saw it posted on Facebook a couple of days ago that they had re-released it, I considered going and buying a flat. Yeah. Now, I I'm did a... limit myself to 12. Yeah. And then you shared them. And then so I brought some very, to share. Very yes. lovely. And I think it goes right into this. This is rose, so this is a taste of summer in You're the winter. Right. And yeah. honey, the and honey, honey from the mead, bringing it in and sharing it with friends, bringing your friends together in the darkness of winter rather than sitting at home by yourself moping, which yeah. I, tend, I, I know y'all can't see me out there in podcast land, but I have a raised hand. <laughs> well, you know, that's one of the things that I do on the witching hour. 
And for anyone out there listening, you can listen to The Witching Hour on ckdu.ca at 7 o'clock Atlantic Time on Friday evenings. One week is me and one week's Donnie Adams. And one of the things I do on there is I do Pagan Days. I talk about the Pagan Days coming up for the next two weeks. And one of the best ways to keep light in the winter is to get together with friends as much as you can. Yeah. And if you're looking for a reason because you're like, oh, I don't want to go out, well, maybe it's a day to celebrate, I don't know, some god or goddess or celebration that took place years ago in Rome or the Norse lands, whatever the case might be. That's one of the great things about paganism. I added this, like, calendar of pagan holidays, and almost every day had something. Mm -hmm. We have more holidays than the Jews. It's great. (laughs) So you just, you have just tons Anything you want, it's in there, and you can just celebrate it. Well, I have a whole book called Pagan Days. It's it's great, and I read it on the show, and it's a great opportunity, I find, to get together with people or to do some research. Anyone looking, I'm a research kind of girl. Oh, who's this? Never heard of them. I'm going to look this up. So it's a great thing, great way to keep the winter blahs away. But yeah, seasonal depression, obviously, is a real thing, and people need to handle that in a variety of ways, and whatever is healthiest for you, be it talking to a doctor, be it talking to a psychiatrist, be it talking to friends, or be it playing video games till four in the morning and uh, sitting on the couch getting blazed. Everybody, everybody is different, and that's no judgment. Yeah, no judgment. We are not here to provide any medical advice whatsoever. I would not accept medical advice from any of us. But what we're here to talk about is some of the little things that we individually may do to do that to bring the light into the darkness because. Yeah, it's it's really dark. (laughs) Well, for me, for sure, sort of discovering the wheel of the year and understanding the wheel of the year and why we have a time of darkness and the land is fallow and covered in snow, although I'm so grateful for the rain to wash it all away. (laughs) It really did help me a lot with coping with the darkness and, and dealing with how dreary it can be knowing that on the solstice the sun starts getting stronger knowing that that has taken place by the solstice even though it seems like after the solstice is the longest stretch of winter the sun is getting stronger every single day because it's colder you really stop and think it's just as light in november as it is in january yeah and you're going how the heck is that possible but it's because it's so cold yeah. It's because the cold comes and now no one throw anything at me. Winter, I've never been somebody who's really gotten down in winter. And that's because you never lived in Winnipeg. That could be. <laughs> because and I also think there is a theory that people whose birthdays are in January and February are not as affected because we're born then and my birthday's the end of January. Mm-hmm. Ice was falling from the sky the day I was born. The only thing that bugs me, really bugs me about winter, is when you go out, you have to put on boots and the coat and the this. And am I going to take a walk? Well, then I need long johns. And that's the part about winter that bugs me. The dark can be a bit annoying, but it's all the maintenance. In the cold, it's all the maintenance. And I mean, that's the. I know that sounds crazy. <laughs> Those are that things that part. you have control over. For me, that's not a big deal. No, it's I just whatever part. I have control. I can, if it's cold, I'll put a sweater on. If it's, I will wear my other boots or whatever. 
but in my main job, I work 12 hour shifts. And so I leave in the dark, I get home in the dark and I don't have a window. Yeah. And many people where I work don't have windows. Windows are for patients in rooms that stay, but you know, in an emergency or whatever clinics, you never see the light of day. Yes, that is tough. And it doesn't matter if I'm working day shifts or night shifts. I leave in the dark. Sometimes I could get home in the dark, you know, but there are there are times when it's really dark that I may still be coming home and it's it's twilight at 7 a.m. You yeah. know, it isn't really yeah, dawn that, yet. That's very, very difficult. I could see that. I don't have to experience that. Yeah. But that that would be very, you know, never seeing the light, like the old coal miners back in the yes. day. Yeah. You know, when they didn't. You know this because you work the long hours. But one of the things besides getting together with your friends, I think, is when, if it is a sunny day, if it's minus 20, whoop-de-doo, put on your long johns and your hat, go out and get some sunshine. Mittens, not gloves, and get outside. Yes, yeah. get outside. It is very, I find that the biggest thing, is I, to try to go outside in the sunshine. I was gonna say, I, I'm similar to you, I'm not affected by the darkness quite as much as people I'm around, but I feel it's a lot of, a large part of that is because I am stay-at-home dad slash self-employed so i'm out all day during yeah. the sun and yeah. it, I, I get to suck it all up i'm not stuck in a cubicle or an office or yeah yeah i was home for years and years yeah. so it didn't you know i could i was out with kids in the day yeah. so yeah. It, it wasn't it wasn't nearly as bad and I, I suspect that is the vast majority of the problem is is not seeing the sun Yes. And yeah, it sticks around a lot less, of course. Uh, but if, yeah, when you have a chance, go out and do it. One of the solutions, it's not very uh, pagany, but one of the solutions we have is that we ended up buying one of those um, daylight lamps. Yeah. Yeah, Karen loves it. She has it at her office and she feels mm -hmm. that it really revitalizes well, her. And for anyone who can't afford it, check your local library because here in Halifax the local libraries you can sign up to go in there for a half hour yeah you can book a desk time. Yeah. yeah and even uh, just our little library down the hill up in the upstairs you go to the right and there's one you can sit right on the chair and pop that thing on and a lot of people find they do help yeah they do yeah. help actually what is that the term the is it Norwegian Seasonal. no hege hoogie hikey hikey how do you say? I don't. I don't want to. H y g g e, where it's about comforting and yeah. comforting and embracing that. I think too. There's that. There's that whole joke that yeah. the worst thing that ever happened to, to human health was electricity. Because yeah. we used to go to bed in the dark. We were up in the light. We were this. We were that. And you just embraced, you know, the dark and the this. And it, we're also go 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 go. And nothing changes in winter. And we're still expected to go 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 go. That if you can just embrace that downtime to like, oh, this is fantastic. You know, yeah. At the same time, uh, all, most experiments help. that involve sleep and going to sleep when it gets dark and getting up, even if it, there is that medieval, even when you wake up in the middle of the night, and you have those couple of hours or maybe an hour in the middle of the night where you're awake, but it's that quiet <laughs> reverie type. And there's no stress and then you just fall back to sleep until daylight people are always healthier and happier mm -hmm. when they mm -hmm. when they observe that i mean electricity 
I know a lot of people complain about the cost of electricity. I think here maybe it's out of line where we live, but the benefit I would pay, don't tell Nova Scotia Power, but I would pay 10 times yes. what they ask <laughs> for the things that we have because we have electricity. But the things that we have lost is our connection to the planet, our connection to the seasons and the seasonal changes and how every other being plant and animal around us is following that seasonal pattern and we are still following a mechanistic clock that is not tethered to everything else so no wonder there's seasonal affective disorder we're we're just affected from the season we're trying to mitigate symptoms as opposed to solving the issue which is we should be changing our lifestyle yeah and even now now you work in a hospital so you have to work a night shift you know people need the hospital at night but there's many people working a night shift in other places and you know whether it's in factories or this or businesses and then you go home and you sleep all day Mm -hmm. and you must find that extremely difficult and anybody who's working the night shift to come home and sleep in the day especially in winter when you know when you get up at four o'clock well the sun's going down yeah as opposed to in the summer you get up at four o'clock sun's not going down till nine yeah you still have that shot of sun yeah it it is difficult it's very interesting thought but get outside and um the other thing that uh can be helpful and i have to force myself to do this but i guess this counts with taking a walk when I was doing this subject on Friday evening, last Friday evening, there, there's this thing I, I researched years ago about looking in your astrological chart for different elemental deficiencies. If you're, you know, don't have a lot of water or there. If you're low on lack of fire, lack of fire signs or lack of fire in your life, uh, some of the things that help to bring fire, which is the sun and, and can help you, is, uh, you know, eating citrus fruits, spicy foods, rigorous physical exercise, sex, things like that. And it's dark much earlier, but the kids the <laughs> have more sex in winter. And um, also singing and dancing and acting out plays and things like that. I know it might seem silly, but do your favorite monologue or sing will do in the dishes and dance a bit. Things like that will help you with your lack of fire element. And fire gazing, light a, light a candle and fire gaze away help you with your lack of fire. So that can help you through winter. It's funny you mention that because I left myself on fire. Oh, no. <laughs> it's perfectly fine. I, I gotta go new, buy new gloves, but I did it. <laughs> Usually that's a welder, not a woodworker. So yeah. how did that happen? Yeah, no, it's the burning of the wood. Yeah. Uh, so we've talked about this before about how our calendar doesn't quite fit here in Nova Scotia. And I just listened to an episode of New World Witchery. If you haven't listened to it, it's very good. On Year of the Witch with uh, Temperance Alden. And yeah, she talks about how the calendar, of course, is just an arbitrary thought, necessarily. Like, there's things on her calendar that, yes, Samhain is on this, roughly the 31st. It's a festival. It's a multi-week festival. Mm-hmm. Same with Yule. So these things aren't necessarily arbitrary dates. And we've, we've talked about what are some of the holidays here that do not line up. Spring equinox. Yeah, How many times have we been scraping the ice off yeah. of our cars to go to ritual? So I, the idea of the equinox being balance of light and dark, but in our heads, I think a lot of times these festivals are true to the light dark because here at, mm-hmm. at winter solstice, midwinter, it's halfway between the fall equinox and the spring equinox. And if winter lies in the middle, that makes sense. And it's the nadir of the, you know, the sun cycle. That all makes sense. But in a lived sense, 
we don't feel that winter till January. Even in Winnipeg, even when I lived in Northern Ontario, we had snow in, at Samhain, but you didn't feel the harshness of winter until January, February. So that idea, the light is increasing, but that lived experience don't doesn't line up the same freezing. way. Yeah. yeah. And you really, it, Canada, Nova Scotia, maybe, maybe Southern Ontario is a little different. But in general, our, like you say, the light lines up, but your environment, the temperatures, the yeah. environment does yeah. not reflect that yeah. Yeah. at all. Which is why I still say we need to start a campaign for people to leave their Christmas lights up after Christmas until maybe the spring equinox. Don't call them Christmas lights. Call them winter lights. Yes. 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 They did yeah. that the first year of COVID, didn't they? There was, there was a lot of people. Yeah. yeah. Like, to me, that does bring a lot of cheer driving home mm-hmm. at I, the end of a shift. I won't lie, this is a little off topic. My new favorite holiday tradition is people trying to justify their $500 10-foot skeletons they bought at Home Depot by yes, keeping yes. it up over, <laughs> yes. over Christmas. And how creative they can be with those. I yes. agree. I agree. That brings joy to my heart. Yeah. <laughs> we did that. My daughter and I did something like that. The first year I was divorced, we said, let's do something totally different for Yule because we were both feeling, you know, feeling her father being gone. We got a white Christmas tree. I never had an artificial tree in my life. We left that tree up until August. We decorated it for Valentine's. We decorated that tree for for St. Patrick's Day and for Spring Equinox and May Day and Summer. And we just went to, you know, the Dollarama and bought the different things to cover it. And finally by August, it's like we got a kitten and it started to jump all over it. We said, okay, we're going to that. We kept it up. My sister said, I can't come to your house. You're giving me anxiety attacks. (laughs) (laughs) Christmas tree. something we did we kept it up what the hell oh that's awesome i like that once upon a time i would have you know white liberal guilt or whatever over running my christmas lights too much because of how much they you know the unnecessary use of electricity i do have my oil fired water heater but all my so all my electricity is solar now but anybody can buy and I think use your Christmas lights guilt free with me on with the little oh, the all LEDs. LEDs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. they cost pennies yeah it's not I like mean, the old steam power it's ones not that like <laughs> you know they at first you know you the the older people here are, get a little nostalgic and it doesn't have that ambiance of a the old incandescent yeah, bulbs it doesn't, you know? yeah, it doesn't. but the fact that I can for pennies pennies a week let alone pennies yeah. a day leave those led lights on they do brighten up a person's drive home they do mm-hmm. they do lift your spirits well, i have a string of christmas lights in my living room that are on 24 7. yeah i have a string of lights in my christmas in christmas lights in my uh in my living room that i could turn on anytime you know 365 days of the year because yeah. i know margos are 365 <laughs> they're not on but they're there to turn on they're around yeah. my, and you can't see the most sides on the inside you know gwen was you were saying that have you ever considered getting a timer and have your lights turn on when you're getting home at night that would be lovely i you actually know? have no lights because I have no outside electrical outlet, which is a deficiency I am going to fix. I did try the solar powered individual, you know, you put them out and they, in the darkest times of winter, 
they work for a good hour and a half, yeah. right? Yeah. So they come on at 5.30 when it gets dark and I don't get home till seven and they're done, you know, yeah. they're fading yeah. out and done. So I had like an hour and a half. So as they fade, as they no longer work, I didn't bother to replace mm -hmm. them. They, they're lovely in the summer. So I, I will buy sets like that for... Um, one size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. For some are twinkle lights mm -hmm. around the patio or something, but yeah, they, they, haven't, they haven't tweaked that system enough to work for well, you could put them around the inside window inside I, I is, could, in the window i you could, could have put some inside in the window you're right to, to turn, shine out to turn the light on when you're coming home yeah you know i've also often thought that's not really pagan related or anything but not that i ever want to move again because i absolutely do not want to ever move again i mean i know i'm going to have to at some point but no time in the future. No time in the future. To have a housewarming party and it to be, if people are going to bring gifts, it has to be a lamp. <laughs> Just whatever kind of bizarre little weird lamp i love lamps i, I do bought, too do. i I've love just lamps. Got a ton of lamps that i don't use and as you much give as lamps as gifts yeah I've, right. I've had a number of lamps over the yes. years as gifts from you um <laughs> yeah and there's one in there right now yeah. anyway yeah i just think interesting. you know bringing light bringing into light. my home yeah. somebody yeah. like that's actually really it's really joy. that's really heartwell yeah like, I, I, think, I think that would be a very cool way to celebrate a housewarming. Yeah. Yes. And again, it kind and of feels into this whole bringing light into someone's life. And yeah. Well, the typical gift for like a housewarming is like a plant, which you're probably, depending on who you are, you're probably just going to kill it. I actually still have the shamrock that I gave that you gave me however many years ago. Well, you, you're the exception. You work in a. No, look, no. no. That's that's the shamrock is the exception. It, yes. is, uh, it has a very strong will to live, apparently. It does. Yeah. And it lets, see, the only reason I keep any other plants alive is because when the shamrock needs to be watered, it goes bleh. Yeah. And you water it, it goes boom, I'm back. Mm -hmm. And so I know when the shamrock needs to be watered, mm -hmm. everybody needs to be watered. <laughs> and then it's all good. I have, this, fair. I have this one type of ivy that it's really impossible to kill. I've had breaking snippets off, snippets of it off for 25 years now. But I can grow you a vegetable, but I'm not good at those plants. It has yeah. plants. Okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> because that would be a way of bringing um, mm -hmm. summer into, yeah. into winter. Mm -hmm. On the light theme, I suggest to people, if you have a Yule tree, if you do an evergreen tree, a Christmas tree for the season, very often, traditionally, there would be a star, but um, many years ago, sitting around the table with a bunch of pagans, we were talking and somebody had said to me, I always thought it should be the sun, not a star for pagans, right? So haunt your, haunt your thrift shops, mm. look for old Christmas things and find a tree topper that you can 
make a project out of changing that lighted star into, into, a, sun. into a sun. Sometimes you can get those wicker balls, mm -hmm. spray paint it with glitter paint, get a pack of lights. Pop them in there. Yeah, pop it in that, that comes with the... Yeah. Uh, you know the battery's already attached. Yep. Good, mm. Yeah. Or or good you know run it into the rest of the lights, something like that. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, I also typically will cut a piece of, and I always used to do it from your tree because you were the only person I knew with a real tree. Get a, pe a branch to put on the dashboard of my car. So when the heat came on in the car, I could smell. Well, oh, come on by. My tree is right sitting outside in my car in your driveway right now. <laughs> well, I, I have access to fur and mm -hmm. pine and stuff mm -hmm. now. But yeah, every time I walk in the cooler at work, you do it's a like, real oh, tree, oh, I just want to stay yeah. here. But see, yeah. when I was young, I had allergies so bad. And we're talking late 60s. So if there were artificial trees available, they were outrageously expensive. Yeah, yeah. And ugly. hideously ugly. Yes. We always oh, had a natural yes. tree because we, of that. Our tree would go up Christmas Eve and come down Boxing Day. Yeah. And oh. I would suffer the entire time. Blush. I'm so lucky. I have so many respiratory issues, but allergies is not one. Mm -hmm. I'm just, I, I watch as my friends suffer and I'm like, ah, oh, pollen, put it in my face. <laughs> but yeah, we, like, we have a real tree and yeah. we, it's funny, one of the first traditions Karen and I had is we, we went and cut down our own tree and unfortunately uh, her dad passed away and then we kind of forgot where, oh, where we went and cut the tree down. So we've been buying it from a, a tree lot down the hill from us ever since, mostly because we that lost knowledge of yes. where the tree, the tree place was. <laughs> so like one of the things I do to bring light into my darkness, and it's, it's a little off topic from what we've been discussing, I try to do a lot of volunteering and, and uh, charity work because I feel, I feel one of the things when I get Personally, when I start to get down, I start to focus a lot on myself. And if I'm doing something for others, that I focus a lot less on my own flaws, which aren't really there. I'm just amplifying them in my own head. Yeah. yeah. So last year, and this year, we're doing the Yule Basket Exchange through the Pagan Assembly, which is amazing. Uh, but like in February, um, as a growth, we try to do a food drive because a lot of the food banks still receive a lot of stuff at Christmas, but then they, they die out. Yes. Yeah, so February, March, we try to do another food drive. So that's really, that's enjoyable, something mm -hmm. for us to do. Yeah, I find reaching out is what brings a bit of light into my darkness. Yeah, that's a good so. one too. I like that a lot. Volunteering, I do quite a bit of volunteering. Yeah. It, that always helps, always helps in everything. When you're feeling down about yourself, yeah. volunteering and helping others, makes you feel worthwhile, makes mm -hmm. you feel like you're, I'm using the word important, but that you matter, I suppose. Yes. That, that, yeah. that you matter. That, that you matter. That, that you matter to people, that yeah. I'm contributing. And I find that, I find that very, very fulfilling. I even say in my job at the hospital, there's so many people at the hospital that have really linchpin jobs where they, they matter if they're there. So even though it sounds like, you know, this is a, an amazing job at the hospital, I matter. I don't really feel, I, I often say, you know, a drunken monkey could do my job. I could be interchangeable and nobody would really notice. But when you are volunteering, you know that you matter. You know that you matter and it does change your outlook and it brings that little bit of meaning to life. That being that just that mechanistic go to get up, go to work. 
Yeah. Which I'm terribly caught up in. Like the whole go to work, come home, crash, get up, go to work, come home, crash. One really good thing is you work with flowers yes. all day. Yes. Yes. I, I mean, <laughs> the other thing, it's, it's, it's my work is enjoyable, which is probably why I do too much of it. You know, why do I want to leave? I don't want to leave. I want to stay here with these flowers. Yes. So. And that's the thing is like you found you found a job that makes you happy. Yes. So and that's that's also part of it. Like there's a, there's this big movement right. I'm not promoting anyone to go quit their job tomorrow, but there is this big movement at, over COVID where a lot of people realize why am I doing this? Why am I doing this job that I'm miserable at? I hate, and I'm not getting anywhere in life. So we have this giant job shortage in restaurants and bars and, and people are like, oh, what, why are people coming back? Oh, it's because of sir. But no, it's because people- They have on. other jobs. Yeah, they, yeah. they, they, know, our, our they bettered themselves they, over that closure. Exactly. They moved on. And for some people, maybe that job would have been fulfilling because quite frankly, there were not all of my retail jobs, but in my early years, I did retail. And I really enjoyed what I did. And if in the right retail spot, I think I would enjoy going back to retail. But you don't feel like you matter. You feel in most cases that you are easily replaceable. And it's only in the heart of, of a COVID pandemic does anybody consider you essential, which you truly are, but nobody yeah. lets you know that. And all of a sudden now, not only are they not essential, they're not worth a living wage. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, within our within our province, that's um, yeah. our premier was, you know, foolish, foolish, <laughs> foolish enough to say out loud, yeah. no yes. matter whether he believe, you know, what his beliefs are. Oh Sometimes you should just keep your mouth shut. Yeah, if only those people maybe felt like they mattered when they truly do. Yeah, things yeah. might be a well, little different. That that person working in the grocery store. Where would you be without them? Yeah. yeah, you know, and Tim Hortons or McDonald's was a you know let's go to the drive-through was the only thing you could do for a couple months. Yeah, like like they're very important to yes. people's mental health. But I I think we're at this weird point in our society right now where I think society is actually quite happy, just incredibly stressed and full of anxiety because mm -hmm. and, and whatnot. And as we watch as grocery prices skyrocket and inflation skyrocket. People are starting to realize, well, hold up. Why are groceries going up in price? Your CEO just got a $14 million bonus. Hold, like, wait a second. Yeah. 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 I, I, I think, too, a lot of people are really liking working from home. Mm -hmm. oh, yes. Yeah. And a lot of businesses have discovered that companies discover, well, we don't need everybody in here. Yeah. We can get a smaller place. People can work from home. They can be more relaxed. They don't have to worry about traffic. And then even families are going, well, why do we have two cars now? Yeah. Why do we do this? Like, we don't need this. We don't need that. So a little bit of that is happening. Yes. A little yes. bit of that is happening. And I think, uh, and I think long term, that's going to make major internal differences for people that they will find. They will find a happier spot for themselves. Yeah. Yeah. It's very interesting. I mean, who knows how long COVID, much more of COVID will go on. Yeah. That nice new variant. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but another thing, another two is uh, now not everybody has a fireplace and all that, but get yourself a bunch of red candles. Yeah, yeah. just burn a bunch of yeah. stuff. Yeah. That's the most, that is, if you want to bring light into your life during the dark times, 
burn shit. Get out of your backyard <laughs> and burn shit. Just because it's winter doesn't mean you can't go out to your fire pit in the backyard. It's actually safer and burn. In most cases, to have a fire in winter, yeah. bundle up, or, sit around the fire. And or even my, this is probably the most pagan to... part of this conversation so far. Yeah. Just go burn a bunch of stuff. You'll be fine. <laughs> do you remember? My mom used to barbecue all winter long in Winnipeg. Oh, I do. Yeah. The barbecue yeah. is right outside the door. Yeah. Do you remember that one eclipse in whatever January or February when it was minus 27 and we're all at the point on Basil's yes. Cove Road. We were all freezing, but we were out and it was clear. And we were out. And then we came back to my place and we had fondue. So we had food under flame, right? Yes. Which is, you know, that, that flame there. Um, that was, yeah, that was something I was going to say. Well, we could talk about food and I know maybe you did, but if you can incorporate a little flame with your food, it brings fondue. that. Fondue. Fondue is the food of whether you've, the <laughs> or whether you've got the grill or whether you've got, whether you're... I have, and they, who knows who they belong to, my grandmother or something, I got that avocado 1970s green fondue pot still in my face. <laughs> That's, so listen, Dave and I got that as a wedding gift, and that avocado green one, and we... We still use it. We've had yeah. some of our best parties with the around grilling that food you. while we <laughs> sit around because you you eat slowly, mm-hmm. you yes. talk slow, you talk, and there's fire. Like, and it's the, sharing. It's, it's very sharing. much like it's. Yeah, you're eating from that communal mm-hmm. cooking yeah. source too. Yeah. Have you seen? You can even get. I mean, you know, it's technically for kids. You can get that portable s'more-making flame. Have you seen that? No. It's this little, it's a indoor s'more-making whatever, and it, it's, you know, got the little butane thing or whatever, them. and it's like a little, like, I don't know, like a, like a fire plate. And a candle. You can make a yeah. s'more in a little room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and you, they have, it comes with the marshmallows and everything. It's it's like, look at that, indoor s'mores, tabletop s'mores. <laughs> That's another weird little thing for uh, light in the winter. We bought, well, we tried to make those chocolate, like the hot chocolate bombs, and it didn't work. We just bought them, and they're amazing. They're so fun. I bought some of those today. Yeah. Cho- the hot chocolate bombs? Yeah, those are just awesome. watching those. Bleh. Yeah. Oh, good. <laughs> Add extra marshmallows, though. Yeah, I'm an extra. Yeah. Oh, speaking of pampering decadence, I need to get that mug cake recipe from you yes. so I can fill up my jar. You know what I've discovered? Big hunk of cream cheese in the middle of that puppy. Oh, my God. Put it in the microwave. So oh, my last, last birthday, I gave Argo, who's always on the go and might need to pick me up a, a bottle of homemade mug cake and I didn't know if I never heard anything uh, back yes, but yeah so no I yeah so it's it's, like, it's three three to one yeah three tablespoons of mix two tablespoons of water one minute in the microwave it's, no. now I have a big mug so I double it yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it's easy to make though all you need is an angel food cake mix and a chocolate no, or I'm not sure cake what, oh, is that what it was well, yeah. like I say, big chunk of cream cheese in the center of that. I have tried so many homemade ones, and, and the best one that ever worked was that 50-50 angel food cake and cake mix. Yeah, wow. and you can make any flavor of cake mix, but half of it, one has to be angel food cake. I wonder yeah. what that is. Oh, because it's got the eggs in it. Because I, I yeah. think maybe the dried eggs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. yeah. Over there, yeah. But if you want to pick me up, if that's... Everyone's yeah. writing down, what, what you, you can make that yourself. <laughs> you don't have to pay $4 for three packs. 
in the grocery store. Mm -hmm. Very easy to make yourself. And uh, so, <laughs> burn those candles. Get right. Go outside. But at the same time, be safe. Don't burn yeah. down the house. Well, yes. that was my other thought. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't leave the candle going. Yeah, all night. All night. Feel be safe about to, it. Yeah, yeah, be safe. Yeah. About it. Don't you know. leave it going. Also, I was thinking one of the things I never seem to have turmeric drink like turmeric and almond or soy milk or something like I'll do a heat up thing that's a winter thing for me yeah. and it's gotta be just because it's I it's, <coughs> for some I reason see. I associate yeah. it with that but I don't have that ever through the summer like, are there any things like that food wise that you only do in the winter hot apple cider hot apple cider, cider yes indeed yeah. that brings that apple yeah if it wasn't me here tonight the, uh, the drink I was gonna bring was um it was funny enough. A cocktail? A yeah, a it's, cocktail? A, it's a fertility uh, hot apple cider. See, and I just remember whenever, you know, talking to people at Little Mysteries about, well, this stone is good for fertility, and everyone would go like, ah! Like, no, it doesn't have to always be that no, kind of no. fertility. No. Creative fertility, financial exactly. fertility. Oh, unless, unless it's a Shiva Lingam. Yeah, no, You're there's only one use for that. Unless <laughs> yeah. it's a Shiva lingam. Like, or a geode. Don't put if you, don't put a geode in your bedroom if you don't want to get pregnant. <laughs> just saying. Just saying. <laughs> I know at Little Mysteries I always thought we should have our little wall of miracle babies because we had so many women come in. Really? Yeah. And say, but it was pretty on my and no, mostly it was, how they can I get pregnant? What can I do? And I'm like, well, here, this is what you do. And then they come back, like, you know. I think like when, we, when we were trying for Atticus, we we kind of went into it, like, not pessimistic, but like, we're probably going to have to take it while trying this. Yeah. And Karen, first time, it was a geode. Uh, Karen put her legs up in the wall. I don't know. What and like bing bang boom right off the bat yeah and we're like oh okay <laughs> we're kind of hoping uh we get a little bit more practice in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but yeah geodes yeah definitely. yeah and raspberry leaf tea yes yes so there we are but that's not an issue i don't know you don't care to go for more but for three of us well, eventually so yes. we want another one but we need a house before we get there we we discovered she was pregnant because we were at the farmer's market one morning at like 8 a.m she's like man you know what I want? I want a lobster roll. And I'm like, and her mom was like, nobody wants a lobster roll at 8 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> other than pregnant women. Yeah. <laughs> so we went and got a pet. There we are. Lobster rolls are great. Just not an 8 a.m. Well, you know, I remember when my daughter was in like grade one or two or something like that, they were figuring out, speaking of lobster rolls, figuring out when everyone in their class's birthday was. And March and August were really like tons of birthdays and a few others spotted throughout, yeah. like more than half the class was in March or August. And I and I was laughing and I, you know, the teacher was, you know, that was up on the wall, we went in. I said, well, you know why that is? Cause I sat there and did the math in my head. Christmas parties and spring fever. Yeah. That's what it was, people wow. Christmas around the holidays, drinking, having <laughs> a good time and spring fever. March and August. So there we go. It was uh, very, very interesting. So there we go. So that's what I think. Uh, anybody else have anything else? How no, I think we're good. We're yeah. good. So yeah, burn lots of red candles. Don't burn your house down. Get outside. 
share spend time with your friends. That's a big. That, that's the big yeah, one. That's and the big well, and that that's probably one of the more pagan aspects is getting together, spending time with family and friends. Enjoying yourself, probably drinking mead from New Scotland Brewery. <laughs> Just another plug there, you can send us some. Um, yeah, it's, it's just merriment over the, the dark. Yeah. And sometimes you don't feel like going out. It's like, no, I'm going to read this book or I'm going to watch this on TV instead because it's dark and it's cold. Force yourself. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you gotta force yourself. Yeah, it's not it's not an every night thing. No, it, try to try to get out. Try to get and, out. No matter how introverted you are, just hang out with that one cool friend that you actually enjoy your company. Yeah, and uh, I I find sometimes you have to force yourself. And for me, it's not because it's cold mostly. It's well, it's cold is making me have to. I gotta put on this and this and this. I love just slip on your sandals and walk out the door. <laughs> that that is a much better thing for me. Well, thank you everybody for tuning in. And if you would like to uh, comment or make a suggestion for us, you can get a hold of us at our Facebook page. If you did have a criticism of any kind, please be polite. This so long as you're polite. <laughs> and a shout out to all of our supporters, which is wonderful. Three Witches and a Druid Podcast would like to take a moment to thank our amazing Patreon supporters. Today, we shout out to Danny, Tania, Sarah, Lore, Kay, Linda, and Jennifer. Without your generous support and contributions, we couldn't bring you this magical content, and we thank you for listening. <laughs> so until next time, everybody merry meet. Mary Hart and marry me again. Let it be. This has been Three Witches and a Druid Podcast. Thanks for listening. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.